The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody. This is Sheila, and this is Let's Give Thanks Recipe Swap. Today is November 8th, 2023. I want to give thanks for each and every one of you. And I also want to give thanks for Gabriel Lopez Cafati for doing the call for me two weeks ago. I was not able to do it. So I appreciate him um, holding down the fort for me, but I am very thankful I'm back. So thank you so much. Thank you, Monica, for uh, hosting for me tonight and thank you Herbie for streaming I appreciate you too so tonight we're talking about Thanksgiving sides because we will not be meeting the night before Thanksgiving so I hope everybody is here to share something that you either make every year for Thanksgiving or that you hope somebody will make even if you don't know the recipe Please raise your hand and let's get this party started. Okay, we have Carolyn first. Hi, up. Carolyn. Welcome. And if I don't remember, happy Thanksgiving. You're muted, dear. Nice. Okay. There um, you are. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and to everybody and their family. Um, I sent some recipes in, but then a friend of mine sent me one today that somebody sent her. It's from Catherine's Plates, a YouTube channel, and it's pecan cheesecake pie. And I just melted. I said, I've got to send this. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw it and I melted too. <laughs> She's made it three times to take places and for her family to eat. So I just, I said, the other ones, Sheila can put them in the thing, but I've got to share this one. And we uh, may have time for you to give another one. So just be on, be on standby. Okay. Um, you have... A nine-inch frozen deep dish pie crust, which you thaw. An eight-ounce package of cream cheese, room temperature. One egg beaten, that would be room temperature. One quarter cup sugar. One teaspoon vanilla. Mix all of that together and put in the... Place in the uncooked pie shell. Um, smooth out. Chop one cup pecans and place over the mixture in the pie shell, and then you set aside. Now, the pecan pie mixture three eggs beaten, one cup syrup. One quarter cup brown sugar, mix well, and pour this over the pecans in the pie shell. 
um, put the pie plate on a cookie sheet so none of it spills out when you're cooking it. Um, bake it 375 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, Shirley said she baked hers for 45 minutes. Um, let cool completely. Place in refrigerator several hours before you serve it. Because you want that cheesecake flavor, more like a cheesecake. Yeah, so just, I was really surprised to see it was only 25 minutes because I, when it, I have made homemade pecan pies, it if I remember, it's been 20 years since I made one, um, but you had to put it in at 425 for 15 minutes and then you lowered the heat to like 350 for another 30 minutes. So I was really surprised when it said 25 minutes. And then when Shirley said she cooked hers for 45 minutes. Yeah, I'm minute. thinking I'm thinking the 25 minute needs to go away and it might be yes. 45. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you. Oh, it's just, oh my gosh. I, I love cheesecake and <laughs> I'm not a big pecan pie fan, but the combination sounds fabulous. Yes, it does. Thank so, you. Thank you, dear. And just um, stand by. We may have time for another one. All right, Monica, who's next? Janine is next. Hi, Janine. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi. Happy Thanksgiving. A long time since I've been to recipe. I call. know. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So many things. I remember when this was the first call that I did with the PCB community. And now there's many committees that I can't come on Wednesdays. So I wanted to give a quick, simple, easy dessert recipe because for me, that's what's important at um, meals is the dessert first. So for this, you need fruit. Uh, I would suggest strawberries, blueberries, kiwis, bananas, peaches, whatever fruit you like, fresh mm -hmm. fruit to slice it. So mm -hmm. Okay, so you're going to get a pie crust. doesn't matter if you get a cookie crust. This is a pre-made crust you buy from the store. If you want to crush all the cookies and do the butter and do that yourself, have fun. But I, I do that sometimes, but this is easy. So just buy a pie crust from wherever you buy them. Um, pop out the plastic, right? Um, so you'll have your pie crust. You have your fruit. You need one big box of pudding. It can be sugar-free, it can be keto, it can be uh, all those things, gluten-free, whatever kind of pudding you can have, you make a pudding. You take one box, big box of Jello or whatever kind of pudding you have, and you make the pudding as directed. And then you'll set the pudding to the side. And then you can either buy Cool Whip or make your own whipped cream. Again, with heavy cream, you would freeze the bowl and then Put it on your KitchenAid mixer and um, whip the cream. So, and you could add a little Splenda. So then it's just cream and not as sugary, not as fattening. You could non-fat, low-fat, or just buy Cool Whip. <laughs> so I will probably buy just the Cool Whip. So you take the Cool Whip and you fold it into your pudding. So you just get one tub and you fold it into your pudding, whatever pudding flavor. I like to use cheesecake or... I, I use chocolate because most people like chocolate and yeah, or else I'll use vanilla or I'll mix 
different flavors of pudding for whatever. I like pumpkin pie, cheesecake, but they don't have that. So you take pumpkin pie pudding and cheesecake, two small boxes. So you'll take the pudding and you'll mix the Cool Whip and you have it in your bowl and then you'll spoon it or spatula it or dump it into your pie crust. Then you'll take your assorted fruit, banana, peaches, raspberries, blackberries, strawberries, kiwi, whatever fruit you want, and you'll decorate the top of the Cool Whip pudding mixture. And then you will take that plastic top that came out of your pie bottom. So you put the stuff in and then you can crimp the edges around the pie tin and then you put it in the fridge and then you just take it with you and you can leave it and not worry about bringing the pie tin back. Now you can, you can use your own pie tin. You can make homemade crust. You can crush cookies, but this way is so simple and it takes like 15 minutes depending on the fruit you want. I I would not suggest frozen fruit. It will melt and make your pudding mixture very yucky. So fresh fruit, whatever you want. So yeah, that's, I don't, I forgot the title of that, but it's like a mousse. It's like a pudding mousse, a parfait kind of thing in a crust. So there you go. That one's easy. You can have it for breakfast if you like dessert for breakfast, or you can just have it for your side dish or dessert. Well, thank you. And uh, now I'm assuming making mm-hmm. the pudding and adding the Cool Whip, it will still be firm enough to cut it into pie pieces? Yeah. So that's why you put it in the fridge. So gotcha. after you make it, you put it in the fridge and then you take it when you're ready to go and it firms up that way. Gotcha. I have a mini pampered chef spatula I, that I use. I wouldn't use a big one, but yeah, yeah I, I have one of those too. I love those things. <laughs> so yeah, it's fabulous. I, I, I learned this. I forgot where I learned this, but it's really easy and it's a go-to thing. I, I haven't taken it to anything that you and I, I have been know. at. No, I, I, I would not take it because I would be afraid that I would forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it to your house for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Would, would, you, <laughs> would you please send me that in an email so that I don't have to recreate the wheel? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank yes, ma'am. you. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. All right. Who's next, Monica? Herbie is next. Hey, Herbie, what you got for us? Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, indeed. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And I've got... not muted because you are streaming. (laughs) He is muted. I'm muted? Uh, I hope we're streaming. Okay, let's try that. (laughs) There we go. So you guys, the the stream heard me talking, but you guys didn't. Okay. Okay. Um, So uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, first of all. And um, you know what? We're going to uh, do uh, one of my uh, famous uh, side dishes, the green bean casserole. Can't go wrong with that. Three-fourth cups milk, one-eighth teaspoon pepper. I say do a little bit more than one-eighth, but (laughs) depending on how much pepper you like. Um, Ten-ounce can of cream of mushroom soup. Two cans of the French cut or regular cut green beans. One and one third cup uh, French's French fried onions. In a one and a half, uh, in a casserole dish, mix everything except two thirds cup of the French fried onions. Bake for 30 minutes. 
Uh, 350 yeah, minutes. Thank you. Yep. 350 minutes? No, 30, 30 minutes for 350 degrees. Let's try that, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it for 350 minutes. You will have a no. disaster. No. Um, then take it out of the oven. Stir the top with the remaining of the french fried onions and bake for five more minutes or until onions are golden brown. Now you stir the onions or don't, so you just don't put them on top? I I actually do just put them on top and put them back in and call it good. Okay. Kind of try to bury them a little bit, but you know, I'm gotcha. not. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I always just put them on top. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Okay. I love green bean casserole. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you, sir. And stick around. Well, you're going to stick around. But if you've got more, we may have time for others. So All right. research another recipe if you have one. So thank you so much, Herbie. Who's next, Monica? Okay, next we have a phone number, 812. Miss Dolly. Hi, Dolly. How are you? Good. I'd like to give thanks to you and, and the community. Because I I just love the community line. It was the only good thing that came out of COVID, I guess. Well, it is certainly, I I thank you for being one of my regulars. So, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Um, You know, this year, um, I am going to go an easy route. Lately, I've been doing a lot of easy routes. (laughs) Well, um. I'm going to order Thanksgiving dinner from Bob Evans restaurant. Oh, nothing yeah, wrong with that. I, <laughs> I don't know if you have it in your area. We do. Or not. We do. Yeah. It, I, yeah. It's, there isn't one close to me, but there's one that I can get to if I want to. So, well, um, that's what I'm doing mainly. Um, it's serving for 10. And a little a little uh, sideline here is Mike and I order Bob Le- Evans uh, gift cards from Sam's Club, mm. and it's a fifty dollar gift card, and you only have to pay something like thirty seven thirty nine dollars for them. Wow! So the meal it costs one hundred and fifty, but I'm serving ten people, and it's all going to be done. I just have to warm it up. When awesome. I, you know, I could pick it up a day or two ahead of time, but um, yeah. So we're gonna save like fifty bucks. So for to serve ten people, it's only gonna cost me a hundred dollars. That's awesome. Which, you know, I don't have to go to the store or anything. We never go in a store anymore anyway since twenty twenty. I think we've been in for maybe five times in a grocery store. <laughs> right, right. And we order everything online or and go pick it up or or uh, have it delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I was thinking, well, I may order just a small turkey on the side and and uh, another ham, you know, maybe another spiro ham, because mm-hmm. they do ham and turkey with this meal. But the kids like to take stuff home, so I want to make <laughs> sure that they have plenty to take home, you know, when they come to visit. Yep, and, yep. Uh, <laughs> and there's nothing, yeah. nothing better than leftover ham and turkey. Yeah, well, and then I... Um, I didn't know if you wanted a, a turkey recipe here. Um, oh, absolutely. I didn't send one, but I just thought, well, I just came across my brother, Frank. He just passed away at 91 just a few months ago. Oh, but sorry. he used to turkey. Thank you. 
He used to make the best turkey. It was more, I called it an Italian turkey because he would take um, a 20-pound turkey. He would butter the sides and the bottom of a pan, you know, roasting pan. You rub oregano, basil, and parsley all over it. Oh, wow. Top and around the base. You place one beef and one chicken bouillon cube in each corner. Put two to three inches of water in the pan. Do not cover the turkey. You brown in a 400-degree oven. After two hours, drop the temperature to 350. After third hour, take out and cool, slice and put back in gravy, cover and finish cooking one hour. And it is so juicy and good. Um, mm. our, one of our daughters makes it all the time because her kids and grandkids love it. And uh, a, a friend of hers was over and I call it Frank's Turkey Recipe. <laughs> and a friend of hers was there and said, oh, this is the best turkey, she says. And and Missy said, well, that's Uncle Frank's turkey recipe. Aww. And where do I find the the turkey? Uh, where do I find the um, topping for this? Or, the you know, yeah. what do you put in? And she says, oh, she says, where do you get this Frank's topping? <laughs> <laughs> Something my brother made up, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, some, something you got to be thankful for, right? Yeah, and how? Yeah, awesome. That's that's my story, and I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. You too, my dear. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Who's next, Monica? Next, we have Belle. Hi, Belle. Happy thank Happy early Thanksgiving. I know you know how to unmute. <laughs> uh oh, there you are. There you okay. are. All right. Yeah. So, um, actually, I'm not going to read a recipe, but I just want to let you know that I did send you one. Um, it's an easy sweet potato casserole. Um, recipe that I have that I've done a couple of times for Thanksgiving. And okay. yeah, so I just sent it to you a little while ago. And just uh, wanted to say, wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I'm sure I'll talk to you before then, but yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. I just saw, I, I just looked at my email and I see it. So thank you so yes, much. You're welcome. So what makes it easy? Um, because you're using the uh, yams from the can instead of actually using sweet potatoes. It's you just dump and dump it in a pan and and just go. Put all your stuff, mix your stuff together, and uh, put your add your topping, which there's a small recipe for a topping for it, and you just put it in the oven. Awesome. Well, you know what? I think my family would fire me if I did that, but. <laughs> You know, I just might do it for myself because I love sweet. I love. I, sweet I've potatoes. done it for myself, and you know, I don't have to 
worry about pleasing anyone because I'm going to eat it. <laughs> so, well, that's true. <laughs> I do. I love I love to buy the ham steaks and then make myself a little sweet potato thing. So I will have to look at this. Thank you. And it will be in the document. So thanks, Bill. Right. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. All right, Monica, who's next? Next, we have Lynn Moore. Hi, Lynn. Happy Thanksgiving early. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else. Hope you all have a good Thanksgiving. I will uh, I will be uh, gone to my friends for a long three-week Yay. Uh, stay and, and we're going to, I think she said we're going to have turkey. I, I, you know, whatever we have, it'll be good. Because <laughs> I go. don't have to cook most of it. And as long as you're with <laughs> friends, who cares, right? Well, right, right. You need a takeout, it'd be fine with me. <laughs> well, no, I, I just never see these folks. And I just, so anyway, um, uh, I have a recipe though for something after Thanksgiving, probably with, we would do with your, with your turkey after Thanksgiving. Okay. This is for turkey tetrasini, and I will send you this. I didn't yet, but I will. That's fine. Thank you. Um, so it was one chopped green pepper, one chopped medium onion, one chopped celery rib, one tablespoon butter, three cups chopped turkey uh, cooked reserved broth, one can mushroom soup, one half cup grated cheddar cheese, one package thin spaghetti, and three cups chicken broth or bouillon, and one cup Parmesan cheese, one cup chopped mushrooms. So the directions. Saute green pepper, onion and celery, and butter. Mix with turkey Mushroom soup and cheddar cheese. Uh, cook broken spaghetti in the chicken broth. Mix, mix spaghetti with turkey mixture. Add mushrooms and sprinkle Parmesan cheese on top. Place in a 9 by 13 baking pan and bake at 375 degrees for 30 minutes covered. So what I usually do is put some, I think, tin foil over that is what I think I remember doing. I haven't made mm -hmm. it in a few years, but I'm, tin foil would be what you'd have to do. Oh, yeah. So, And that's about it. And, oh, this recipe is kind of weird because it doesn't say, but you really should probably put your cheese on after you put it in the 9 by 13 because otherwise it won't be on top anymore. <laughs> well, that's very good point. <laughs> there you go. Good, good point. Well, thank you so much, Lynn. Thanks for being sure. here. <laughs> well, thank you, and thank and I give thanks to the community as well. I this is a this has been a great thing to discover. <laughs> well, we appreciate you. So thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. All right, Monica, who's next? Next, we have Miriam. Well, hi, Miriam. Happy Thanksgiving, early. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. How are First you time doing? Getting a joint. Oh, I, well, I am recovering. I'm, I'm moving right along. So good. Good. Yes. Uh, you're, you were my inspiration. I can get through this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm glad I'm somebody's inspiration. So. <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, so. More people than you know. Oh, so thank you, dear. 
I like, I, I discovered this recipe a couple of years ago and I like it because when you already have so many pans of so many something goodies on the stove, on the counter, in the oven, I like to use my crock pot for a side. Amen. And, <laughs> yeah, yes. So I think it's like a four quart, maybe crock pot. It's, it's a, it's a tall one. Mm -hmm. And um, so I like to make sweet um, baby carrots in it. Mm. And so, and everybody seems to love carrots. So it grows great with the grandkids as well too. Um, so you start by putting a quarter cup of water in the bottom of the crock pot. And then you rinse two pounds of baby carrots and mm -hmm. put those in the crock pot. Mm -hmm. On top of that, you're going to add one quarter cup of brown sugar, three tablespoons of honey, and then you're going to chop up a quarter cup of butter or margarine. And then you put the lid on, you cook it on high for three to five hours and you can stir it once in a while, you know, just to get it all mixed up, up together. And it is very, very good. Even the leftovers are great. <laughs> I love glazed carrots. They are one mm. of my favorite mm. vegetables. Mm -hmm. So, And it's easy out of the way. <laughs> it is easy. Well, yep. thank you so much. Will you email that to me, please? Sure, I can do that. All right. Thank you, thank Mary. You. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you very much for having the show. <laughs> the call. Uh, I love it. I missed it two weeks ago. I was feeling like, why am I, what am I missing? <laughs> All right, Monica, who's next? Right now, there are no hands. All right. Well, um, Vicki sent me a recipe because she was going to a play tonight. How dare her? But anyway, so let me find it. All right. It is lime jello salad. And this really sounds good. So it's two packages of lime jello, one cup of hot water, one eight ounce container of sour cream. One 20-ounce can of crushed pineapple with juice. 16-ounce jar of cherries. Let me see. Drained. Nuts if desired. And then you microwave the water until it's hot. Pour the jello into the water and, and stir until it's dissolved. Pour the pineapple into the jello. Let's see, hang on. Yep. Pour pour the pineapple into the jello with the juice until it's dissolved and well mixed. Drain the cherries and and slice them in half if you wish, and stir them in. Add the sour cream and stir well. Stir in nuts of your choice. It's better made the day of ahead. And I'm going to tell you, that sounds pretty darn good to me. <laughs> and very simple. 
So, all right. Do we have any hands yet, Monica? No. No? No. <laughs> no. Don't sound so sad. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, Herbie. I, and I do have a hot cranberry casserole. I thought Mary Grace was here. She so. is. All right. Well, I'm waiting for her to unmute to give us her hot cranberry casserole. So, Herbie, yes, sir. Well, we can't forget the pumpkin pie. Mm -mm. So, nope. So, I will have this when I give it to you. I'll get it converted for American. But um, so, this is given to me by Tori, and we actually did this in the cooking call last year. So, for the pastry part, seven ounces plain flour, three and a half ounces butter or margarine. Three and a half ounces of lard, and um, I just use like the vegetarian shortening, but you can use whatever. And six teaspoons of cold water, and then for the filling, three eggs separated, and I didn't uh, separate mine. Three, a 15 ounce can of a pumpkin or fresh pumpkin. Um, basically, like one can of evaporated milk. Eight ounces of the castor sugar, which is like the really refined sugar. And a tablespoon of uh, ground cinnamon, a level teaspoon, about a half teaspoon rather of ground ginger, and a another half teaspoon of cloves, and a fourth teaspoon of nutmeg, and the whipped or pouring cream for serving. Um, if you are preparing the pumpkin, then you need to cut the pumpkin to bite-sized pieces. Make sure that. Uh, the skin and the seeds are peeled. Um, when I did this, I just used like the pumpkin in a can, so I didn't have to worry about all that part. And then you have a, you have to boil it and uh, for about twenty to thirty minutes. So um, I, like I said, I just got the pumpkin in a can. So it saves a lot of time. Make the pastry by rubbing the butter and the margarine into the flour until it resembles breadcrumbs. Then add the water until with the, and mix with a flat blade knife until it all comes together. And um, you're going to want it to all come together into a ball. And then set it aside uh, to, in a cool place while you're making the filling. So you want the pumpkin to be a puree. So again, the canned stuff. And then add in the other ingredients. Roll out the pastry and line a pie dish. Bake it in the oven for 375 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, you're going to bake it for um, 15 to 20 minutes and it should be golden brown. Pour in the pumpkin mixture and um, then you're going to bake it again at 350 for 35 minutes until the top has... Uh, Brown slightly, but the mixture remains a little bit wobbly. Leave to cool before serving. And uh, that is how you can do a homemade pumpkin pie. Oh, wow. Awesome. Well, thank you, Herbie. Hey, would you like Mary Grace to unmute now, or I can send her and ask to unmute? Um, we have Miriam as well. Oops. Can you hear me, Sheila? 
Okay, well, how about we'll go, we'll go to Miriam. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, nice to hear you, Monica. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. Um, I went with the baby carrots last time because I was thinking everybody was going to do desserts, but um, this kind of goes as a dessert or could be a salad. But um, when I was growing up, the, all the families would get together, you know, in one place and bring their own dishes. And one of my, one of my favorite was uh, Watergate salad. At least that's what we called it. I've heard since then it's been called different things. But basically, you just take a small container of the Cool Whip bowl. I think it's eight ounces. I'm not exactly sure, maybe. Um, and dump that into a bowl. You take dry pistachio pudding, just a small four cup, four ounce package, and uh, mix that all into the Cool Whip so that there are no clumps. Then you pour a can of crushed pineapple into the Cool Whip and pistachio pudding mix, dry pistachio pudding, um, into mix all the pineapple pudding and Cool Whip all together. And then you're going to add miniature marshmallows. And for Thanksgiving, we just did the plain white miniature marshmallows. And you just add enough into the thickness that you'd like. In the springtime, we do the pastel um, miniature marshmallows to give it some color and look springy. So that's the Watergate salad. It's easy and everybody loves it. Oh, absolutely. It is. It's one of the staples around here. So thank Indeed. you, dear. Do you call it Watergate salad as well? We do. Actually, okay. actually, my um, when I was married, mm -hmm. my ex called it green junk. Oh, no. <laughs> because pistachio pudding has a green color to it. Yes. So it, just in, in joking, it was mm -hmm. like, we want the green junk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use it as a dessert or a salad? Um, actually, just as a side, just, yeah. you know, just it's here. Yes. Just like when I was growing up, we always had fruit salad. So yes, we always did the canned fruit with the cherries, with mm. fresh apples, with fresh grapes, with pecans, if you want them. And then my mother made it with mayonnaise and a little bit of the juice from the fruit cocktail. Mm. I make it with the condensed milk. So a can of the condensed milk with any fruit you want. And then of course, at the end, you put bananas in, you don't put them in ahead of time. So Ooh, that's good. I love fruit salad that I make it for myself during the year because I just love it. So may I ask you another question, please? Sure. Well, I guess that would make one already. So can I ask you two questions? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so how do I find this since it's first time with my call with this call? How do I find the list of these recipes, please? Honey, all you got to do is email me and say, I want the documents. And we've only got 82. <laughs> oh, is that all? <laughs> <That's> all. <laughs> well, so somebody's can, been slacking. <laughs> I can send you. <laughs> the list of the documents cool. and then you can either tell me which ones you want or you can just say send them send them all to me so Oof. but yeah right. we have 
through through these past three, almost four years, um, we have, I haven't counted, but I, I want to say it's 82 or 83 documents. So, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I will email you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, Monica, who's next? Okay, I will go to Janet next. Hi, Janet. Happy, Hello. Happy Steve early loves. Thanksgiving. I wanted, wanted, wanted to come in and wish you a happy, ha, ha, yeah, wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Well, thank you. I don't have a recipe, but it's I really okay. love my, uh, my, uh, my aunt. She's not really my aunt, but she's part of the family. Her homemade mac and cheese. She, she'll make it for you, but she won't eat it. Well, I agree with her because I'm not much on mac and cheese either. So. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Janet. Thanks for being here. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. You all have, and as my friend would say, we'll get through this. That's what he used to say for um, during COVID. So, oh, no, we're, we're way past that. So, we're, yeah, we're not but even, we'll still we're get through even, this. We, we will, we have gotten through it. So yeah, we'll we'll still get through something anyways. Exactly. All we're right, have a we're great challenged night, every day. So thanks, Janet. Yep. All right. Who's next, Monica? Carolyn is next. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Okay. Hi. Uh, I keep forgetting the mute is not in the left hand corner when you're you know, it's like in the middle of the iPhone. So um, on mine today. So for whatever reason, anyway, um, this is a slow cooker mac and cheese. I know you said you don't really like mac and cheese, but it's okay. <laughs> Everybody I, else does. I don't care. <laughs> it's um, from Trisha Yearwood um, from Food Network. And you use a four quart crock pot or slow cooker and you spray it well eight ounces cooked elbow macaroni one 12 ounce can of evaporated milk one and a half cups whole milk uh, a half a stick of butter um, melted one teaspoon salt one dash of pepper, two large eggs beaten, two 10-ounce bricks, sharp cheddar cheese, grated, about five cups, dash of paprika, um, mix in the, in the crock pot, mix the macaroni, evaporated milk, Milk, butter, salt, pepper, eggs, and all but two cups of the grated or one half cup of the grated cheese. Sprinkle the reserved cheese on top of the mixture and sprinkle with paprika. Cover and cook on low for three hours and 15 minutes. Turn off the slow cooker, stir the mixture, and serve hot. I have never seen 10 ounce blocks of cheese i haven't either i i'd never heard of it so i guess yeah. what I've, I've seen is, i've seen eight ounce but i've never yeah. seen i've never seen 10 ounce yeah i think i would just use the closest to that or well, i would a, i would use two eight ounces what i would use I would but. too i would too 
And of course, we all know, don't buy the already shredded because of all the other preservatives in it. It doesn't have the same effect. And it's moister. It's more moist if you actually it yourself. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, well, thank you, dear. Okay. Again, thank you. Thank you. And I do have the other recipe I will add to the document. So thank you. All right, Monica, do we have another hand? We do not. All right. I pulled up a recipe. What did I do with that? All right. A broccoli cheese with casserole. And I, I heard Andrea. Andrea, just hang tight. You're next. <laughs> I heard her hand go up. All right. So broccoli cheese whiz casserole. You know what? I'm not going to read this one. This is not this. It, it's so funny when I go back and find these recipes. Apparently, I wasn't as <clears throat> conscious as I am now about making sure <laughs> that my documents were good because that one is not what I would have put in the document. So let me see. Let me, I, cause I saw another, I saw another, all right, here's a broccoli cracker casserole. So let's see. Hmm. Right, that might be the one I gave you. It might be. <laughs> but it was from a couple of years ago or last year. I don't know. It, no, actually it was, it may have been last year. All right. So let's see. Three 10 ounces packages of frozen chopped broccoli, thawed and drained. Three-fourths pound of Velveeta cheese cut in 12 ounces of Velveeta cut into cubes. 36 Ritz crackers. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit and count the Ritz crackers. (laughs) One-fourth or half stick of butter melted. Heat the oven to 350 degrees. Mix broccoli, Velveeta. And half the cracker crumbs until well blended. Spoon into a two-quart baking dish. Mix the remaining crumbled. You crush the crackers. I'm sorry. I forgot to add that. Mix the remaining (laughs) crackers and butter over the top. Bake for 45 minutes or until it's heated through. So... All right, Andrea, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else that's here. I um, I wasn't sure I was going to get home in time. I'm not usually home on Wednesdays, but uh, so I wasn't really prepared, but I do have a recipe that was a family tradition when uh, my mom was still alive. It was, uh, there was a few things. And some of them have carried over since she's been gone. And I have a very large family and we're all over the place. But um, so we don't get together 
like we used to, but this was always one of my favorites and it's easy and it's actually good year round. Um, it's a, um, a, um, a salad. Um, you, uh, I would, um, I'll give you the way we used to make it. So, and then it's easy to cut in half. So you um, buy the small boxes of Jello. Um, I used an orange and a lemon. And then you, uh, whatever the quantity of water, I think it's a cup of boiling water for each box. And then you stir that until the gelatin dissolves. Mm -hmm. um, set that aside. And then I grate fresh carrots, peeled and, you know, cut the end off and grate them fine. Um, probably five or six, depending on the size of the carrot. So almost a full bag. It I like a lot of carrots, raw carrots. Set that aside. And then a can of crushed pineapple in its own juice. I put that in the strainer and I squeeze out the um, the juice and and I you reserve that juice so you want to do it over a bowl and then you take how big that, of a can um the 20 ounce can okay okay um so then I take that reserved juice that I've squeezed out of the pineapple and measure that and I think it's probably one cup of you know, when you make jello, it's I think it's a cup of boiling water and a cup of cold water. Uh -huh. So instead of the cold water, you're going to use the pineapple juice. And depending on how much you get out of the pineapple, sometimes the name brands, you, you get more pineapple and less juice. If you have a generic, you might get more juice and less pineapple. So I just measure it out. And if I need to top off the second cup, because there is not quite two full cups of juice, then I just add cold water to that. Pour that into the the the, the jello that's dissolved already, and stir that around. And then pour, dump in your shredded carrots and that crushed pineapple that's been drained. Stir it around well. Put it in the fridge until it, it thickens, which usually overnight. And it's real. It it's it makes a great side dish. You can eat it as dessert, and it's wonderful in the summertime. Hey, it does. It sounds delicious. And, it, and it's easy. So, uh, yeah. And it's one that you can make a day or two ahead. So you're not stressing about it. So that's right. Yep. That's, that's what right. we should do. All right, dear. Would you email that to me, please? Well, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Same to you and everyone else as well. All right. Anybody else? There are no hands right now. All right. Do we have anybody that would just like to say hello before we end the call to say happy Thanksgiving or to say anything? Cheryl. Hi, yes. Cheryl. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm, how are you all? I haven't been on in a while. I know, but it's okay because we're thankful you're here. Yes. So anyway, um, I, uh, I, I broke my ankle over this. 
I uh, broke my ankle over the summer, so I was kind of laid up for a while, but I'm fine oh. now. I'm up and up and moving. I was just in the neighborhood walking and my foot just gave way. And so well, I honey, to- honey, trust me. I, I was uh, just walking in a hotel and I was thrown across the hallway and broke the femur away from my fall joint, fall joint in the hip. So I was in the hospital. So I'm with you. <laughs> oh my, did that recently happen? It was June 1st. Yeah. Oh my, you were a week before mine. Mine happened June 11th. Well, I am so happy that you're doing well. Yes, I had surgery and I'm fine. I'm released from therapy and so forth and so on. I'm walking. Uh, it's really interesting when I, in my therapy, I walked for a while or tried to with my white cane and then one of those uh, four prong canes. But mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the four prong cane threw my navigation skills off with the white cane. So I just, I just, they said, why don't you just try the white cane? I took off and I was fine. Good. Good. So I'm glad to know that you're doing well. I am. So thank you. So do you have a recipe or do you just want to say hi? I just mainly wanted to say <laughs> hi. Um, uh, I'm kind of behind with things still. Um, uh, one of the things that I enjoyed making was cornbread dressing. And what we did with cornbread dressing is uh, we, of course, made some cornbread and from the Jiffy. Uh, I think that's the Jiffy uh, cornbread mix. Mm-hmm. And uh we soak some uh, saltine crackers in some chicken broth overnight, and we put a little bit of onions in there and uh, those three things, and, it, and it's so good. And then the next day, uh, we combine that and the cornbread, all that together, and, and that, that's how I get the uh, dressing. Oh, and it was it's bread. It's crackers and bread and a little bit of onions and chicken broth. And chicken broth. And when we combine all that together uh, with the cornbread, we cooked it in the casserole dish uh, the next day. And that's the best dressing you could ever imagine. Well, would you send that to me, please? I will. I will. So I just send it to uh, a, a, a. No, no you, you're on the recipe group, aren't you? Yes. Okay. You just, um, when you get the email from me with the documents, the email is at the bottom of that group. Yeah. But if you can't find it, you can send an email. And if anybody is listening and they aren't getting these 80 plus documents, send an email to community at acb.org and just tell Natalie and Cindy that you would like me to reach out to you and they will send it to me. Okay. Are you Cindy or Natalie? No, I'm Sheila. You're Sheila. Okay. Okay. Your voice, your voice sounds different tonight to me. I don't know why. I, I don't either, but no, I am Sheila. So Okay. Well, it's good to reconnect with you all. You too. And I'm so glad you're doing well and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Are y'all having a big feast at your house? Um, Actually, I will be at my sister's. So. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, But all right, Cheryl, thank you. Thank you. And next we have Eugene. Yes, sir. Good evening. How's everybody doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my son makes a mac and cheese, uh, basically like what uh, the lady described. But the only difference he does is he adds some bacon bits to it. That oh, gives it an additional, additional uh, flavor. Because bacon goes good with almost anything. Well, that's true. It does. Yeah. 
I'm just not sure. I'm I'm not a big mac and cheese person, so I, you know, but I know my nephew loves his macaroni and cheese. So on his birthday, my sister makes his macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I will send her this recipe. So thank you, Eugene. You're welcome. You take care. All right. Who's next, Monica? Andrea. Yes, ma'am. Um, I know I came in late and I uh, apologize for that, but did anybody right. talk about candied sweet potatoes? Um, no, actually, no. Mm -mm. Okay. There Can was I a have... sweet potato casserole given, but not candied sweet potatoes. Well, that might be similar. No, um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, then I will, this is all basically from memory. Uh, and you can make one potato or you can make five pounds, depending on how many people you're going to have. But um, I try and buy the potatoes that are kind of smooth and about the same size. So they cook evenly. I boil them until they're almost tender with the skins on. Uh, drain off the water once, you know, poke them with a big fork and, and uh, like I said, almost tender because you want to be able to slice them. Um, once they cool off where you can handle them, then the skins come off very, very easily. So that's a plus. And then I, depending on how many potatoes you're going to do, usually a 9 by 13 um, pan. That, you know, like you make a, a like a, you know, the, the cake pan. That's what I always used it for. Um, and then I sliced the potatoes oh, about three quarters of an inch thick. You can do them lengthwise, depending on, you know, if they're, or unless the potatoes are um, more rounded. Uh, sometimes I'll slice them in the, um, uh, vertically, uh, you know, so they're not long, they're right. more rounded. Right. Right. And then bind them up in the pan. Um, and then I take pats of butter and I kind of every three inches or so, uh, a pat of butter on top of that. And then I take brown sugar and just, I stick my, I take it from the plastic bag and put it in a Tupperware container. That's how I, I poured it. So mm -hmm. then I just take my hand in there and I, kind of sprinkle with my fingers across the top of the, the butter. Uh -huh. If I still have more potatoes, I might put another layer on top of that. And that way then the butter and the brown sugar kind of, you know, melts into the right. uh, potato slices. And then uh, I put that in the oven for about 45 minutes until, you know, I mean, and there again, you can get all that ready the day before and then take it out of the fridge and put it in the oven and it's hassle-free because you've already done that you've cleaned the pot and you don't have all that mess with the potatoes the skins and all of that so what temperature about 350 okay. works mm -hmm. okay well thank you andrea very much you're welcome all right guys we have got four minutes which means we've got to decide what we're going to do our next call will not be until December 13th. So <clears throat> right before Christmas, because we won't meet again until after Christmas, 
So I'm thinking holiday something, holiday gifts, holiday cookies, holiday something. So <clears throat> who would like to voice their thoughts? Because I genuinely don't have a thought other than it's going to be right before Christmas. So what would we like to do? Because this is your call, not mine. I mean, it's my call, but it's not, it's not. It's it's all about everybody that comes. So, does anybody have input as to what you would like to do? Raise your hand. Errol and Andrea. Uh, uh, one. I'm just suggesting, and I may be late getting on the call because I have a meeting late that afternoon uh but uh you could entitle it holiday treats and foods holiday, holiday treat holiday treats and what i'm sorry you holiday uh maybe holiday treats and delights oh i like that that's nice thank you i like that a lot all right who's next monica andrea yes ma'am I was kind of on the same idea as uh, the last lady, and I love that uh, the, the holiday um, treats and delights. Delights, yeah. Okay. I awesome. was thinking goodies, but I like delights better, actually. Okay. okay. Holiday treats and delights. Okay. Who's next, Monica? Uh, Lynn? Yes, ma'am. By... I was on the same track all so right it sounds a like things, a majority so. <laughs> <laughs> all right who's next uh, that's it well then i guess our next call on december 13th will be holiday treats and delights i want to thank monica so much for hosting thank you herbie for streaming thank you everybody for being here i genuinely appreciate each and every one of you and happy Thanksgiving.